1: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. COVID pause. Maybe I'm the jinx. I don't know. But at any rate, welcome back to the show and happy birthday and happy holidays.
2: Thanks, Joe. Glad to be back.
1: Um, So you're back in action on Sunday. What have your last two weeks been like? We Last time we spoke, we're getting ready to play Duke, and the next thing I know, there's no game. So from a coaching right. perspective, that's got to be really upsetting in a lot of different ways.
2: Well, it can be, you know, but um, I think we we did it was a smart thing. It was uh, a little preemptive because of the way this latest strand has been presenting, and uh, unfortunately, it was really smart stuff. So we tried to be really pre you know just take great caution and um protect as many kids as we could and we still had a little bit and uh required uh you know following the protocol and um but we're back the kids are back from um the break and uh you know unfortunately they were in finals i mean it was just a really tough time a really tough time but uh I tell you we had a couple of really spirited practices since we've been back so um i'll i'll, I'll choose to focus on that
1: yeah yeah and the good news is uh acc amended their rules so right now you're even you haven't played a game uh do you make up the duke game or or is that to be determined
2: yeah that's going to be determined we'll have a date um you know within the next 48 hours i think we'll have an announcement on that and it was the right thing because you know the way this is kind of breaking um it's more so to protect any future opponent as much as it is to protect your own team and if you're kind of have an outbreak. Um, it's just not smart. So it's not like someone should be punished for doing the right thing. You know, you the option was to you know expose someone else or just shut down and, and reschedule. So yeah, everybody kind of came to their senses. So I'm happy about it.
1: Okay, you go to Virginia on Sunday. They did not play last year. So what right. do you expect from Virginia on Sunday?
2: Yeah, you know they they've done a really nice job of re- revamping their roster. I, I I've watched about three of their games already and um sorry hang on a second and didn't truly recognize their roster there's about two or three returnees and that was it so um it well they had the year off they had a lot of you know just a fluctuation of the roster so um it'll be a very interesting matchup for us i don't have any history um i don't have any like you know, last year we did this, and this is how they guarded ball screens or whatever. But um, so, and we're be coming off quite a pause. So you know, it'll just be two teams that need to get after it.
1: So when you bring your team back after that pause, you mentioned very spirited. Uh, is it hard to pick up from where you left off? Because you're on a three game win streak and you're playing really well. I
2: know.
1: Yeah, are scoring seventy eight points. And,
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. We we had a yeah. great. You know, we 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 went to the Bahamas and and probably you know. Two losses, which even if we played extremely well, um, but we played well. And then we go to Maryland, which is another game, uh, probably the best we've played in a couple years, honestly. We played a great basketball game, came up short and left. So we were feeling, and then we come home and and get some wins under under our belt and start really understanding who we are. Um, So I I think we were really riding high and really excited to start the ACC. Loved the timing, loved having a chance to sort of revamp some stuff. So, um, But you know what? We are, uh, the, the team has been, and, and, and I ask them to just, I said, be the hardest working team, um, be very faithful, be very supportive of each other, and be very grateful. Like, you walk around feeling sorry for yourselves, uh, nobody cares. Like, just be really grateful, really excited, and, and, and be opportunistic, because, Either, you know you can describe our situation in two different ways i mean you know i could describe it as a woe with me or i could describe it as what a great opportunity for us to get back together and get back from christmas and get going so just be opportunistic and, and stay positive and that they've been great they've been great uh
1: in a three-game winning streak uh averaging 78 points per game and four players averaging double figures so those are really good trends uh showing a lot of uh as you mentioned uh sharing the ball and and playing with confidence
2: Right. And I think we got a really good mix. You know, you have veterans that just kind of look at you like, coach, we got this. And then you have um, some young, really good young talent that brings a ton of energy and never backs down and doesn't want to skip a rep or doesn't want to miss an opportunity to, to to let their teammates know that they will come through when they're called on. So um, today we did a practice, uh, one of my favorites, which we, you know, you do like a one-on-one and then the winner picks a teammate and then you go two-on-two and then, the winner of that picks another teammate. You go three and three. So we build up this really competitive practice. And literally, we were done, and the players were like, no, one more. Like, we need another drill. So they really got into it um, and really, you know, just, uh, just to remind just the competition of it all and, and how fun it is, how fun it can be just to compete and play basketball and not get all wrapped up in anything else. So it was a, it, we had a good day today.
1: When I last spoke with you, Kelsey Marshall – was two three-pointers away from becoming the all-time leader in program history, and she's still two away.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, Kelsey's going to get it. Um, she's, she's, she's just a super young lady. Uh, you know, we, we need to celebrate. When, when the local players stay home, it just means a little bit more. I think the community just gets a little bit more excited. Like, you can be a cane but when you're a South Floridian, and then you become a cane, you just got a different stamp on you. You know, people have a different respect for you. And Kelsey's one of those. And um, I think the whole community really needs to this year just really celebrate Kelsey because she's done some great things at the U.
1: I'm a. Um, I think I know where I'm going with this. One one night I was with Coach L watching him uh, speak to his team, and he said, "Fellas, um, our second half against North Texas." We played great defense. We they, they scored only twenty points. He said, "What what did we do at halftime? We didn't practice at halftime, you know. We didn't we didn't start to practice in the locker room at halftime. Wh- why were we better in the second half compared to the first half?" And I'm looking at some numbers for you, and you, the third quarter has been a really good quarter. Um, your yeah. best quarter. Uh, I know you don't practice at halftime, but do you make more adjustments at uh, at halftime? What, what do you think is happening when your team goes on the floor in the third quarter? <laughs>
2: One thing we do, you know how um, the coaches stay outside of the locker room and gather and make their adjustments? Yeah. I make the players go in to the locker room and write on the whiteboard um, the positives and negatives. So they hmm. the column of things they've done well and the negatives things they haven't done well. And I'm telling you, when I walk in and ready to make my adjustments, 90% of the time, they've nailed it. They said, hmm. you know, we didn't box out or You know, we we, we handled the shooter really well, but we, you know, didn't double the post like we were supposed to. So they have it kind of written down. So what's great is I come in, I check out their grease board, and I'm like, I agree with that, I agree with that, I agree with that. So then it's their idea, and and then it's reiterated by the staff. And then there's maybe two or three different things that we're going to say, maybe some play calls from another team. But I like that, and I like when I come into the locker room and they're still talking. They're still putting their list up. Um, so then you come in and, you know, we go from about 10 minutes left to about five minutes left. So I only have five minutes with them. But the five minutes without the coaches is just as valuable. That's when your leadership steps up. Yeah. So
1: another way of empowering your players, I guess. Right.
2: Yeah. And I like when they when I say, guys, right. th- th- did you get to play call for this play? And they're like, yeah, yeah, they call that fist coach. That's, and they're really engaged. So I think it's just. You know, I'm I'm all about I'd rather have a player-led team a thousand percent of the time. I, I you know, coach-led teams win games, player-led teams win championships. And, you know, you got to be player-led. And so when I come in there and they're already asking and saying, can we do this or can we play zone or do you mind if we, you know, whatever. I think we can get this. I'm, I love that. And those are the best locker room moments.
1: We are uh, early in the ACC season. uh couple of teams to played games. What, what do you make of what the ACC is going to be this year? North Carolina State uh, has very high expectations. Uh, they yeah. had really put together a heck of a year a season ago. But uh, what are your thoughts on where the conference is going to go this season?
2: Uh, are you still there?
1: Yes, can you hear me? Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, where the conference is going to go, uh, uh, shoot, I haven't seen a bad team. So I've been watching the conference a lot. I'm looking for the bad team. I'm looking for that easy win. I'm looking for the Okay. No matter where we're playing home or away, we got that W there isn't a bad team. Everybody across the nation feels like their team's better than they were last year. You you, you kept the players that you were really good. They came back for an extra year. If you recruited well, you got some good young talent and then you probably picked up a couple in the transfer portal. Nobody got worse. Like I, I can't even tell you a team that got worse. And so um, it's going to be about details, you know, and it's it's just going to be about sort of the if – if a game is winnable, you need to win it. So whatever team can execute in the last four minutes of a game is going to do really, really well this year, and there's going to be some great teams that are going to have records that don't appear to be, you know, that good. It's just because in a four-point game, a three-point game, a two-point game, they didn't win them. And that's what it's going to come down to this year because there's a lot of even. I don't think there's a runaway. I mean, I think NC State's great. I think Louisville's great. I think you got like a Notre Dame or somebody who's playing really well. But I mean, you know, when you scout and you know them and you get their tendencies and everything else, most games are going to be winnable. So it's just a matter of winning them.
1: Now, they're very, uh, very impressive records so far in the league. Louisville, well, they've won 10 games. They're 10 and 1. They won 10 in a row. North Carolina State's 11 and 2. Notre Dame's 11 and 2. Uh, North Carolina is undefeated. It's uh, Georgia Tech, who you always have great battles with. They've won five in a row. They're ten and two. Uh, so this is. Do you talk? I asked this to Coach L uh, in the last segment about. Uh, do you have discussions with your team? about what to expect because the season is such a grind there are highs there are lows there's travel uh there are great great wins sometimes heartbreaking losses but in this league it just comes at you everything comes at you really fast
2: it does and we will be thursday sunday thursday sunday we don't have a bye coming up so we're every thursday every sunday and then we're you know have a tuesday that we're gonna have to reschedule with the duke game too so um it's it's just it's this I mean that's what it is till through March and you just figure it out and I think that one thing that I like um, you know is the film after a game you know the first time you can gather your team and really get there and say you know why did we win why did we lose what do we need to work on but to have as I've always always saying any type of a conversation any type of a time where it's not just I'm the coach telling you everything you did wrong, or showing everything. But there are questions. There are hands being raised. There are. There's accountability. There's responsibility. There's, you know, confrontation. Like any time you have a meeting with your team, whether it's, it, it's sitting on the floor at the huddle in the beginning of practice or during film, any time there is conversation versus a speech, you're getting better, right? And so a lot of times after losses, people want to be quiet and. And that is the time that you need to have a conversation, right? So I think that's one thing about this particular team that I like. They're curious, they're bold, they're not not afraid. Um, to. You know, some of my favorite players are the kids who aren't afraid to be embarrassed. But they do really well in our program. So if you go out there and you make a mistake, if you're going to turn it over, throw it into the 10th row. Just be yourself. Like, don't be so hesitant and shy and quiet and hide. And um, this particular team of mine is is really aggressive about they're curious about, you know, where they are and where they need to be and defining that gap and going after the gap that they're, you know, why didn't we win? What can we do? I don't want this to happen again. Those type of questions. Um, today we I had uh, I have player meetings the next two days, and it's all about they had to do a self-scout. They had to sit there. I gave them all their stats. I gave them all their clips. They could send them video. Uh, they could watch the games, and they had to come in and be the other opponent and scout Kelsey Marshall. Scout. Julia Williams, Scout, Lachey Dwyer, and they had to come in and present to me what their self scout is of themselves, their strengths, their weaknesses, their tendencies, and how you would guard them. Just because you have to prepare them for what they're about to walk into when they when they're playing Virginia, and Virginia decides they're going to leave you open or they're going to force you left or whatever, you don't come to me and say, Coach, what's wrong with my game? I'm like, Hey, analyze yourself. Like, here's the deal. So um, that's I always do that before the ACC, and just great information today. Just. Very aware, a team that really understands what they're good at, what they're bad at, and what we need to work on.
1: What do you think uh, from a coaching perspective? The last two years of COVID has done to you as a coach. I mean, you had to be flexible, I guess. Right? I mean, for, right. for me, it would, yeah. it would for me it would, it would cause anxiety, I suppose. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, waking up every day, are we gonna play? What's the schedule gonna be right. like today? I guess from a coaching perspective, what what do you pull out of it? Flexibility.
2: Yeah, you know, you just say, just be Miami. Just be Miami, because I think um, when you have three days to prepare for someone and you spend two days or a day and a half or however you structure your practices, but on the other team, and I think one of the lessons from last year and to some extent this year is, is Miami getting better today? And and who are we? You know, because you you make a lot of adjustments. You have a base defense, and then – this particular team can do something against the way you defend. So you change your base defense. And and um, I think one of the things that's been, I think, refreshing as a coach is say, you know what, when you have time in the off season, this is who I am. This is what I believe in. These are my defensive principles. These are my offensive principles. This is how we're going to coach it. And then no matter who we're playing, if you get a phone call and you're not playing Pittsburgh, all of a sudden you're playing Virginia, you just <laughs> go be Miami. And I think we, a lot more skill work, a lot more fundamentals and, um, uh, to a certain extent, I think it's been a lot of fun.
1: I did want to mention, uh, after Virginia, you will have a couple of home games. Wake Forest on January the 6th as we start 2022. So, Wake Forest will be here on January the 6th. And then Louisville on January the 9th. That's always a great matchup. Uh, you like playing that, against that coach.
2: Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a, a great coach. Um, you know, t- when you play Louisville, even when we played Maryland, and I talked to you before we played Maryland, yep. I really enjoy playing coaches who coach their kids hard. um, Don't overcoach, give their talent space and kind of let the game play out. And, um, you know, there's always, there's really fun matchups. You learn a lot as a coach. Um, There's a lot of mutual respect there. And, um, you know, in the middle of the game at halftime, you're going to come out and if they were, you know, trapping ball screens, suddenly they're going to switch them or, you know, there's going to be a lot of gamesmanship, but, The players are confident and um, ready for battle. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's the ACC, you know. (laughs) You keep learning. uh, It's just fun to – I think what's great is the veterans sort of finishing your sentences and the freshmen going, you know, trying to understand what it is that they've signed up for. So um, I think we have a lot of sort of um, trickle-down teaching, like the seniors are sitting there telling the freshmen, listen. When you play at Virginia, this is what it's like. Listen, when Wake Forest they do this, and to hear those conversations is is refreshing. And uh, I, have a, I have a curious team that wants to be great.
1: Do you have any New Year's Eve plans?
2: No, scout, <laughs> <laughs> scout. We leave for Virginia the next day. I don't, I don't okay. know. No. I, yeah, I don't know.
1: I didn't, did you? I didn't know. If, didn't know if you had any kind of special uh, traditions or whatever in the Meyer household. So. <laughs>
2: It, you know, this time of year with all everyone else that's having, you know, you're usually like, okay, on Christmas, the maybe, but by five o'clock, I got to get ready for practice the next day. I mean, it's, that's just the routine of a coach. So we get flag day. Flag day is a great holiday for a coach. I don't think I work on flag day. That's the only holiday we get.
1: <laughs> I tell, I tell all the kids that want to go into broadcasting or, or sports. I tell them, well, how much do you like your holidays and weekends?
2: Yeah right. right.
1: Because you're not your holidays and weekends, you don't get them. I mean, no, you know, right? That's that's you know, it. But there's you, a
2: there's a there's a banker in Topeka, Kansas that never high fives anyone and never says great job correct. or never has that. So I'll take that trade, no problem. Right, you're yeah. not going to hear me we, complain.
1: No, no, we always make. Uh, <laughs> We, new Year's Eve is our adjustment holiday. We never know where the hell we're going to be on New Year's Eve. <laughs> <laughs> Just like this year. Oh, we're here. We're, yeah. we're in El Paso, but we're not. So change yeah, of plans. Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, happy birthday again and happy new year. Let's hope that 20, 2021 from a uh, world perspective was a little bit better. Let, let, rooting for 2022 yeah. to be uh healthy, a completely healthy new year for everyone.
2: Nah, we're ready. Let's go. Everybody just try to stay faithful and enjoy it. You know, there's going, there's positives in everything.
1: Yep. All right, Coach. Best of luck against Virginia. We'll Thanks talk you with go. you next week. Okay. Okay. Take care. Bye. All right, that's University of Miami Head Coach Katie Meyer joining us on the show. Thanks to Bubba Bolden, Mike Harley, and also Jim Laranega, Don Bailey Jr. All of our interviews will be on WQAM.com, I believe. Right, Bomber? Danny will take care of that he said, yes, sir. Very good. So, WQAM.com, we'll have all of our interviews. Thanks for joining us. Thanks to Danny Garcia for producing this. Larry Bluestein is coming up next. Also, thanks to Cam Gorby. And um, I think the next time we'll talk to you, oh, it'll be tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow, Miami-North Carolina State basketball. 8.30 pregame, 9 o'clock tip-off right here on QAM. Thanks for being with us. Have a great night.